Why aren't you at the peak? So far, so good. The peak is over there, right where you can see it. You even have an idea of what you need to do to get there. So why haven't you arrived yet? It's not that simple. Many causes keep us from achieving our goals. Sometimes these reasons are beyond our control, but more often these obstacles are nothing more than a way of thinking gone bad. When we're children, we make mistakes. Some of them are doozies and most often embarrassing. But sometimes those mistakes are worse than embarrassing. They become dangerous because they set us up in an avoidance where we shouldn't have one. Or they keep us from ever trying again. Why do we do this? When we get feedback from those mistakes, whether it be ridicule in front of our peers or skin scraped off a knee or elbow, the mind recoils and no longer wants to repeat that unpleasant experience. Thus, we often find ourselves unwilling to venture into new territory again, for fear of revisiting that feeling of failure. What keeps us from trying? Procrastination. I'm going to head out and climb my way to the peak after I finish grad school. I'm going to make that commitment right after I get a promotion. I'm going to go for all the gusto, right after a nap. Waiting for the right time very quickly becomes a trap. Here's another secret. There is no such thing as a right time. When a certain doll was all the rage around Christmas time, retailers couldn't keep them in stock. One retailer didn't carry that particular doll, and so, in a frenzy, they ordered thousands of them for their stores. By the time the order came in, Christmas and the fad were over, and the retailer was stuck with thousands of toys they couldn't give away. Their competition had already saturated the market. Action too late can be worse than no action at all. If you're waiting for the right time, you're already too late. If starting your goal is dependent on something or someone, then you're probably aiming at the wrong peak. Sometimes this waiting can be a symptom of a deeper problem. Perhaps you don't want that peak after all. Often procrastination is a cover for fear. Putting something off is a great way to avoid situations that are scary or unknown. Procrastination also allows us to avoid the ramifications of our actions. If this is something yet to be done, then we don't have to worry about what happens if we're wrong, or worse, what happens if we're right. Most people will go out of their way to avoid change. Keep in mind that even positive change is change, and procrastination allows us to pretend that we will instigate change eventually. Procrastination is quitting without the commitment. Guess what? Now is the only appropriate time to begin the change. Now is the only available time to break free of the line that keeps you from achieving that goal. Waiting for the perfect time is like waiting to win the lottery to start paying bills. It's not likely to happen, and in the meantime, the creditors are calling. Start where you are. Start now. Maybe you can't make sweeping changes with the resources you have at hand, but true change comes in small steps. There's no more waiting. Start. Stuck in rut. Imagine yourself in the same cube day after day, swapping Dilbert cartoons with your neighbor, and every day resenting your job. Only you can't leave, and there's no end in sight. Working for a company that not only doesn't support you, but actively crushes your ideas can be draining. You can feel as though you're trapped forever in the same place, at the same pay, doing the same work. In some cases, some companies will try to keep you from realizing your potential. It's probably not personal, but in the corporate world, there's a severe, never-done-this-before mentality. 
In today's economy, taking risks is not well accepted. Giving someone leeway to improve the business means there's a chance that the plan will fail and the investors will see losses. Playing it safe means that ideas come from senior heads and frequently even though they won't do something that's not tried and tested. That's a warning sign. In many cases, this sort of bulwark mentality means that the company is not growing. Companies that stagnate do not last. If you find yourself stuck in a position without much hope for change or growth, you're best off looking for a different job. If the company you're working for isn't open to innovations or able to take a chance on promoting within, then there's no reason to remain with that company anyway. It's time to find the greener pastures. Even if you risk a pay cut right now or you lose some perks, to get a job with a company that can offer you a better future will more than compensate for any short-term hardships. Lack of networking skills. You've heard it said before, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That has some truth to it. Being able to do the job will keep you there, but getting the job? That's a different story. Often, just letting the right people know that you're interested makes the difference. You don't have to schmooze with the boss, but if you do your work and little else, go home at the end of the day and don't stand out, there's no reason you would come to anyone's attention when promotions are in the offering. Being a part of the group is the best thing you can do for your career and your company. You need to be able to be seen. To do that, show that people can rely on you and you're a team player. Many companies have sub-organizations, groups that meet, often during work hours or lunch. Toastmasters is an example of a group that's often partially sponsored by some larger corporations. Sometimes it might be a career-specific organization, such as a group of engineers or IT. What about the company softball team? Get involved, be a part of the team, join in and participate. The upside? You might even make some friends and have some fun on your way to the top. Lack of training or skill. As addressed earlier, getting specialized training can be a shortcut to your goal. Remember, you're here on the long view. Getting to that peak isn't going to happen overnight. Going back for training for a few years will get you that degree or certificate that makes you more desirable. Many companies have some form of in-house training, or perhaps they'll reimburse tuition, or at the very least pay for materials so you can teach yourself. Find out what your company is willing to do to help you get ahead. Reimbursement is a good way to advertise that you have that license, degree, or certificate. That will also put you on the forefront of the hiring manager's mind. Taking time out. There's an old story of a lumberjack that worked all day trying to fell a small tree when his fellows were going through four or five in the time it took him to bring down one. One of his buddies pointed out that he was working twice as hard and getting half the result because his saw was dull. The lumberjack replied that he was too busy to take the time to sharpen it. As much as we might try otherwise, we're not machines. We cannot simply continue to work without stop. If you spend each day trying to get through the day, doing the tasks necessary to complete the job ahead of you, there is no time left to plan or strategize for the future. Backing off once in a while not only sharpens the saw, but gives time to reflect on what you've already done. Has the work you've been doing the best it could be? Be honest, but keep mindful that you may not yet know how to improve upon the work you were doing. In that case, the answer might be yes but it was the best it could be with the knowledge you had. Take a block of time to consider your goal. Let the path come to you. Let the peak show itself. 
You need to be relaxed and rested enough to push to that goal when you need to. Fear of failure. Failing is difficult and embarrassing. It can even be traumatic. No one likes to fail. People don't often regale us with tales of their failures, but maybe they should. The fact is, few things are going to be a success right off the bat. Welcome failure because that's how you learn. When you learn to walk as a child, you fall. You stand up and take another step and fall again. And in the meantime, you've taken two steps further than you had before. Even failures can advance you to your goal and certainly will help you learn. Remember, Edison said that he'd never failed when he famously set out to create a light bulb that worked. He'd only proven 10,000 ways that his idea didn't work. Fear of success. Don't dismiss this one out of hand. Many people do fear success. Success means change. We fear that which we don't know. If we succeed, then what? Is that the end of the struggle? Are we still fighting for a goal? What will life look like then? Success is obtainable, and just as your peak is uniquely yours, you'll measure your success by our standards. Reaching a goal often means putting in the same time and effort to maintain that peak performance once you're there. Your job isn't over just because you're at the top. Besides, who's to say there isn't a new peak just beyond this one? Complacency. You have a good job. There are bright prospects ahead. You have a nice home and a happy family. Maybe this is your peak. Maybe this is the peak you strove for all those years ago. If this is your goal, then congratulations, you've arrived. But how much of a fight is it to keep it? Are you staying at the peak easily without much effort? What you're going to find is that motivated people, people who do conquer the peaks both in business and in life, are rarely satisfied. They're driven people and forever hungry. They will always find new peaks to conquer. Being happy with your place and your life is good. It grounds you and it creates a platform for which to go further. Enjoy how far you've come, but don't stop reaching for the stars. There are as many obstacles to success as there are people. Generally, however, the reasons are based around fears. Fear of change, fear of failure, fear of other people's opinions. We so fear change. Rather than choosing what to change, we'd mostly prefer someone to tell us what to do and when. That's safer, easier. It's the choice of least effort. But mountain climbers climb despite the warnings. They climb in defiance of the naysayers. People at the peak of their job performance are the same. They arrive at their goals despite the fears and despite the weight of well-meaning family and friends who revel in telling them how they can't possibly make it. People achieve peaks because they keep going. 